0: Oh, you're
1: doing a fiver? Five. Oh no, the five.
2: <laughs> <Shit>.
3: <laughs>
2: All right, we'll do it again. In five. 5 4, four 3, three two, 2 1 go. go. Do oh, I it on one. one? No, we don't. Oh, you want to right, 10. All right. Okay. okay. Five, <laughs> four, three, two. <laughs> all right, we're back here talking about three. But no, I I, I is that good? Was that good? Should we stop That's you nailed
3: That's it? Perfect. You wow. nailed it. Stop recording. All right. That's all we need stop. to get all done right. today. Cool.
2: And uh uh this batch of episodes is uh thirteen through fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh but first we're gonna talk about episode thirteen, Brock's Swan Song. Brock enlists Reba's aid when his estranged father dies. Van does not think he can be a good father to a little girl. So, those are two separate ideas. Yes. So, that's A plot and B plot.
3: And the B plot, Erica predicted um, last week. I did. I wrote my notes Erica equals Miss Cleo. Um, we, you, remember, you were like half wrote the episode. You're like, I okay, did. he's going to realize it's a girl and that she. She won't play football, and he doesn't know how to be a dad to that. Yeah, I also so.
2: appreciate how Miss Cleo is your reference, which would have been relevant in 2001.
1: <laughs> I love Miss <this> Cleo. <laughs> <But> it's timely. <laughs> um The first thing I have written down for this episode is just Barbara Jesus. Now, I don't remember what that means, but I assume she called herself Barbara Jesus.
2: Uh, he, here, okay, that makes sense, because my first note is... Two fun filled days with dad and Barbara Jesus. And then I said, I wrote Kira, but I didn't do what I normally do, which is like intimate who wrote it. My first note is Mommy BJ
0: because I remember she wanted them to call her Mommy BJ. She
3: did. I found that to be absolutely chilling.
0: It was chilling. That's why I wrote it down. I was chilled to the bone.
3: So they're calling
1: her Barbara Jesus. Meanwhile, she wants to be called Mommy BJ. Yeah. <laughs> All while Riva's wearing a sweater set. And Obviously. God, if I could only have sweater sets, come back. I love a sweater set.
0: Yeah, I mean she looks great in them, so why – Yeah, if it's well, not
3: broke, don't fix it, honestly. No, don't
1: fix it. Please leave it broken. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember if it fixed.
3: was this episode, but I think – ne- or maybe the next one. She's wearing a sweater set that matches her hair perfectly. Oh, yeah. It's like I a perfect shade match. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. wow, that would probably be hard to do. Like
1: someone took a swatch of her hair <laughs> and they brought it yeah. to a designer and said, give me this in a full sweater set. Yeah.
3: They did like the old school like paint like um, the dropper thing and – never mind. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, to, try, okay. <laughs>
0: to try to color match? Um,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the best outfit in the whole episode, though, was 1,000% BJ's funeral attire. Oh, great look. Oh, yeah. It was
1: so good. What I wrote about the funeral look is it's not even the day of. She wore that funeral look not to the funeral. She <laughs> wore that as soon as she found out. So let's set it up because we don't want to – we're jumping in. But um, yes, I know. the main thing here is Brock's father, who inexplicably is called John D., John D. Um, they don't call him Grandpa. He doesn't call him Dad. Mm. My father, whatever he says, John D. He's the grandfather, and he passes away. Um, and the reason um, he
3: wait. Real side note: He passed away, quote, swinging on a swan, and they all accepted that as a very normal yeah. way to pass away.
2: Oh yeah, like he hit a swan for haunting, and
0: it was it was barely discussed.
1: Yeah, they're
3: like, oh, swinging on a swan. No further details needed. Anyway, no, he he
0: did.
1: Was trying to hit a swan with his golf club because it was honking. Yeah, I get it. I hate
0: birds. I hate most animals. Like second time this has come up, and I'm hashtag Team Birds. I love birds. I hate birds. No one else is.
1: I don't like animals in general. I'm not gonna lie. And there was a lot of geese around my high school. And the one time I'll never forget, you had to like walk this long path to get to the bus stop across the street, and there was literally a line of geese. Like they knew (laughs) I didn't like it, and I didn't. I couldn't go anywhere. I like. I just like had to wait until they left. I'm not gonna walk. They down. are. They are mean.
2: Yeah, they're. Evil. You needed no additional context for the for the the hitting a swan.
1: As soon as he's like a, he hit a swan, I was like sold. I get it. I would do the same. Would
0: thing. you hit a swan, Erica? This might have to come out because of
2: PETA, um, but would you
0: with a golf club? If it was getting near me, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I
1: don't. I wouldn't like go over to a swan and hit it. I'm not that. What kind if it of was person. merely
2: <laughs> honking at you?
1: If it was honking at me, no. I would probably leave because I'm afraid.
2: What if it was honking aggressively? Yeah.
3: Into your backswing. If it was honking aggressively, I don't care about the golf
1: game. um, But if if it was honking aggressively and, like, coming toward me, I would definitely swing. I probably wouldn't make contact because I'm not good at sports. Sorry, I'm getting distracted, but wasn't it you that,
0: like, stepped on a dead bird and, like, freaked out over it? Oh,
1: accidentally.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) I,
1: I still can feel it underneath my feet. I accidentally oh was taking a picture with my friend, and I was walking backward to get into a better shot. And I felt a little tiny crunch under my
0: foot. Oh God. And when I
1: looked, I didn't even fully step. I like started to step. When I looked, it was like you know one of those like dead baby birds that fall out of a tree. So it's like no feathers. Aww.
3: Aww. Bring this
1: up, just <laughs> I did. Um, but can I can you
3: confirm that it was already passed before you I stepped? Know.
1: It was already passed because I didn't step on it fully. I merely my heel came down. I felt the, and I literally every once in a while think about it and I get sick when I think about it because I can now, feel the I crunch. I want to play
3: devil's advocate here. If you felt the crunch, you stepped fully. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. That does no. not stand up in that a one, court of law.
2: That
0: wasn't a light heel. That That's
2: for damn yeah, fucking sure. if, if I, the glove doesn't fit.
1: I remember I was wearing my Reebok classics, as one did back in eighth grade, um, on a school mm-hmm. trip to Baltimore. And, you know, that's what I did. It was in the Inner Harbor. I'll but never I forget it.
0: I think maybe you – but you, you're clearly clearly upset by this story, so I think you do like birds a little bit. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. I feel like you wouldn't care. No, I didn't and care. Maybe the all bird this
2: was "I'll kill I a bird" th- is like it. tough talk because you like know what you did, and you're just trying to act. I like, didn't kill Listen. it. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bird killer. You freak.
3: You crunched it to death. You're a sicko.
1: No. The thing is, it wasn't that it, the bird was dead that freaked. Me. I can't even like look at a dead animal. Like if I look at roadkill, I get sick. So I don't want to kill animals i just don't want them
3: near me i want the, you don't I want, want live go- ones near you either none that's why you crunch is that why you crunched it i did not crunch that bird i did not crunch that bird
0: <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Um, no, but if I see any kind of, I also got attacked by a squirrel when I was young. A squirrel took my sandwich out of my hand and scratched my hand and ran away. So I don't think animals like me. I think that's the problem. And the feeling well, is So mutual. you're going to blame so, it on the animal. So you're okay. the
2: victim – in a crunching
1: <laughs> I i mean is the bird still thinking about it 20 years later no no
2: that bird He's don't dead. got it's no de-
1: it
3: literally can't think okay, about well,
1: it okay well I'm the victim then the bird was dead I crunched what can I say I crunched long story short I get it John D <laughs> okay.
3: hopefully not for like 65 to 70 years we're gonna get a call like you have to come attend Erica's funeral she crunched a bird to death on the golf course and we're not gonna bat an eye we're gonna be like okay no We're gonna be like she died doing what she loved. Great. (laughs) Killing birds, Um, (laughs) crunching them to to death.
1: 70 years. I'm 35. I don't want to be a I don't want to be 105. (laughs) So I love you and thank you for not wishing early (laughs) death on me, but dear God, don't let me live till 105. (laughs) Unless for some reason I have like, I don't know, some kind of crazy like Uber strength to live long and have a cool life, but no, I'm just going to be a decrepit old piece of shit.
3: Stop Maybe you move to a blue zone and you're thriving at 100. Who knows? You know what? I could go to Costa Rica.
0: But, I mean, back to the the dad dying. Um, <laughs> yes. Speaking, of, speaking <laughs> of death. Now um, that we've crunched.
3: Which we treat with such respect. And yes. Yeah. Oh, well, but I was gonna,
0: <laughs> what I was going to say, actually, is that Brock, so Brock obviously, he was like a completely emotionless about his dad dying, which at first I was super annoyed about because, and I was like, hopefully they explain, which they did. They were like, he wasn't around. He left when I was 12. He was an alcoholic. So like, I was like, okay, at least they explained that because him, nor the kids, cause that's their grandfather, nor like nobody had a reaction to the death other than Beecher. like he's dead. And like, that's kind of it. right? Yeah. Um, which I thought was weird. And the other thing that I thought was weird was, And I have explanation points all over the page for this, because as we know, Reba has to do everything, including plan Plan her dead father-in-law's funeral, who wasn't in the picture, first of all, and why is it fucking her job? It's insane.
2: My first question after uh, the Barba Jesus was, is this episode about Reba planning a funeral? Because, Mm -hmm. like, lady, I know you can do a lot, but stay in your fucking lane. How is this your job? How? On Earth, And
3: the logistics would be obviously on Brock and, and Barbara Jean to help him, but Rebo's also helping him a lot with the emotional toll. And I'm yeah. like, again, that should be Barbara Jean. That made me a little bit worried about their partnership. Yeah, and, I mean, and Barbara Jean was
0: clearly enthusiastic about the funeral, a.k.a. wearing funeral attire, before it even happened. It
1: happened. <laughs> yeah. She showed up in, like, a full black look with one of those hats that had, like, see-through parts, but also a black rim, mm-hmm. um, gloves, and not even on the day of and what she what she did say was John D is my future father in law now he's dead he's dead <laughs> so i don't think so but if you're that enthusiastic about the funeral where you're wearing a look and also saying that he's your future father in law um, you plan the funeral. Why is Reba doing it?
0: Right. She wants all the glory. Well, Barbara Jean did come in with, and not to bring it back to birds. Sorry, Erica, but she was literally like, "Let's do white doves. Let's have a
3: choir come in." Like, crunch. Crunch, crunch.
0: <laughs> get get those heels
3: ready. Do you have any um, sneakers with spikes on the bottom? Those would come in handy. They're called cleats. And Erica's yeah. like,
0: "Don't worry about it." The Reebok Classics just did the job. Perfectly the Reebok hand.
1: Classics did have a little bit of a spiky bottom, if you guys remember. Um, well, the bird knows. Yeah, You're <laughs> such a
3: sicko. Evil.
1: Um, Yeah. Why would you put doves at a funeral where there, he died by swinging at a goose or
0: a swan? So you're saying at your funeral of when you're 105, we should not release the doves. You guys will be long gone. Let's be real.
3: You guys are (laughs) playing my funeral. You're going to outlive us all.
1: I'm going to have like some little neighbor kid on the street be like, I guess that old bitch died. I guess I'll plan something.
3: (laughs) Really dreaming large here.
1: Well, I've said before, put me in a Viking funeral. Put me in a boat, set me on fire, and just push me out to sea. That's all I need.
3: Oh, just that very simple, not a big show at all.
1: Well, you know, nobody has to be there. Just like... Put me in a
3: freaking put me in a box. So like I don't you, give a you, shit.
2: You want to be lit on fire at sea for no one to see.
1: Well, except for whoever is pushing the boat in. All right.
3: Fair.
2: It seems like a lot for one to two people to see.
3: Because it's think- the same end game as cremation, but you're making such a scene of
1: it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because then there's no, like, coffin. Don't pay for a coffin. It's a lot of money.
0: Just pay for, like, a boat and just make a big spectacle. <laughs> just pay for and, a Viking char- girl. It's no big just deal. Just charter a boat. And make sure it's in, like, an open water, because what if it, like, washes ashore and you're just It's going, going
1: to, to. It's going to. It's going
0: to. Just- my
1: so half-burnt said, body would. <laughs> will be washed ashore, 100%. Oh, my God. <laughs> so um, let's get back to the episode. Well, here's the thing. yes yeah, sorry. So... One of the things is Kira actually hugged her dad, which was, I think, really sweet. And mm-hmm. I think sweet. we really are getting somewhere with the kids and Brock. I yeah. think he seems to be taking more interest. They seem to be taking some interest as well, so I'm happy with that. Um, and
3: also, it added more depth to his character because we've been shitting on him for being an absentee dad. Mm-hmm. But now we're seeing he's already done 100 times better than his own dad did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you have to see your parents for their flaws and, like, you know— they hope they did better than what they had, even and if with no example. You don't like it, you know. Yeah. You didn't
1: have any example of what a father is.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. there were like two things. One, if yeah, he's been a the kind of if a show has a, a villain or like a I don't know an anti whatever the fuck. If Brock has been that guy for the most part because he's not the greatest dad, but when you compare him to his dad, he is better. So I was like, okay, I get. I get where he's coming from. I would have appreciated knowing some of this a little sooner. But this was also the first episode where, and I think all of you have mentioned this so far, I got his attractiveness mm, yeah. a little
0: bit. So you like a sad boy.
2: <laughs> yeah. I Actually, I do.
0: I do. I, do. I know.
2: <laughs> but I was like, okay. I get it. I get it a little
0: bit. Yeah. So Reba got roped into, because first it was like, can you help me with the funeral? Then Reba gets roped into like, No, come with me to the golf course tonight to spread the ashes, which like, then they did like a quick cut. She does obviously do. Well, that was great. That was a great quick cut.
2: We
1: knew that the cutaway, like we knew the cutaway was happening. Like, yeah. well, there's only one thing left to do and we knew it was
0: coming, but it was still funny. It was great. Like, I still liked it a lot. I did too. And she had a really cute coat on. I think it was Burberry. Yeah. looked like it. Mm -hmm. Reba. It was red and looked good. Um, But I did like that. So they had that quick cutaway, and then they obviously get busted by the police. And then their whole police station scene—I really liked it. I think like this is maybe where Russ got turned on. I think because <laughs> yeah. Brock was so like candid with his emotions, which he really wasn't, oh, yeah. like never was. And as was Reba, like and I and Reba did some like great acting in that scene. She was like kind of like picking her nails. Like she looked like uncomfortable. Like she looked like a little bit in a good way. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very real.
3: It was great. And then he finally apologizes for everything because he's saying, like, I'm sorry about getting arrested, da, da, da. And he's like, I'm not just talking about him. I'll be sorry forever. Meaning Mm -hmm. he's sorry that he messed things up with Reba and the kids. Yep. And I I actually just got chills repeating (laughs) the line.
2: Yeah, I almost slid off my chair when he said that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Honestly, guys, I I saw their chemistry. In that scene when they were talking, I wrote down they have chemistry. So, like, it makes perfect sense that they were married for Mm -hmm. so long because they do have that something.
2: There's something Mm -hmm. there. There's
3: something there. there. I'm sorry. But it it scares me
2: a little bit for BJ because I'm like their chemistry is palpable and I just – I don't see any world where they don't get back together right now, at least at season one.
3: The way they're presenting it, if Brock didn't have – Already have a pregnant fiancé. I feel like him and Reba would be getting back together in that scene.
0: Yeah, if she wasn't but, pregnant, for sure. Yeah. Like, if he was just with her, I think he would leave her. because. And I did, and I thought – it. but you can tell there's so much – the chemistry and there's just so much history. And they both played it really well right. in that scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but also, I think this was also in a way, like, Reba is obviously a saint and she was comforting Brock in her own way. But I still think she was like she was keeping like arms length. Like mm-hmm. I think yeah. Yeah. we would we as the viewers are like yeah they they could get back together, but I don't think so. I think Reba is like no like I'll do a lot of shit for you, but I'm, but that's something I'm not gonna do. Like I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. And that is getting back together with Brock. Yeah,
0: you should write a song about that. I should. Um, <laughs> could be catchy. Yeah. Um, but I really liked that whole plot. Um, and I don't. And I'm just to keep cruising along like, and we, we can go back to anything about the, Re, the Reba and um, John D and Brock scene, but the B plot, which we touched on a little bit was the reveal that the baby is a girl um, and that uh, Van can't really, he's disappointed. He can't really deal with that. But like, it, do we have any other thoughts about this B plot? Cause that those are mine. That's it.
2: <laughs> what bothered me about this B plot is I think they've done such a good job with, with Van uh, growing as a character that I don't think at this point in his development he would have an issue with having a daughter. I think he would be just as cool with it as he is with, like, Reba. Because, like, he calls Reba dad. Like, (laughs) I think all that shit's out the window. I think he'd be excited either way. And I'm annoyed that they, like, fall on, like, stereotypical tropes Mm -hmm. just to have a story. When this dude would want to have a daughter or a boy or whatever. the He's excited about whatever he has. I will say
3: in Vance's defense, he didn't seem worried about, like, I prefer a boy because boys do X, Y, and Z. It seemed more like he was worried about his own skills. He was like, Mm. well, I know how to comfort a girl. You know, I grew up in a house without much talking about feelings, things like that. So I felt like it was more like he was worried about his own limitations as opposed to hating girls. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but that's how I took it.
0: No, I I think I agree with you because I think he— did kind of more or less say that a little bit like he's like i don't well maybe i disagree because he was like she won't play football yeah. right he's like i'll yeah. have
2: nothing in common with her and i'm like yeah what, what, the, what the fuck are we doing here
3: right yeah
2: and that just bugged me because i think the the van in my head cannon is very woke yeah and very now i don't want to say woke because having a daughter doesn't make you woke yeah but he's just like is a good he's just a good guy who would have been for happy, 2001 i
1: think he's pretty woke he's also gotten better every episode like he was like a he's he's still a dum-dum but he's like still getting better he's learning more he's learning how to communicate mm-hmm. he's try. honestly like as much as he's an idiot he really tries so hard yeah like he really tries so hard to like be there for cheyenne um he does things for the family like i don't know i think he's just at heart like a really good guy And he's just a kid. I do too.
3: Yeah. Think of like what dumb shit we were doing at 17. And he's like fully stepping up. He never had a moment of panic of like, I could just run and not deal with this. He, yeah, I think he's a good egg. Mm
1: -hmm. That's fair. I agree. He also thinks that um, Pete is a cool name. So is it? Because we have a friend named Pete.
2: So do we think Mm -hmm. it's cool? (laughs) Make sure we bleep. Pete's name, but not that you said the name Pete.
3: Yeah, right, exactly. Pete yeah. Pete's a cool <laughs> name, <laughs> but we also have a friend and,
2: name Bleep.
3: And then we all tell our most embarrassing stories of Pete, uh-huh. and then be like, "What? We bleeped your name? You
1: yeah. can't get yeah. mad." Yeah, like that one yeah. time. No,
3: um,
1: but I just thought that that was like his very first name. Is like Pete's cool name, right? And then she also said something about like, Cheyenne Jr. And I'm like, oh, God, please, for the love uh, of God. Uh,
3: Cheyenne Jr.? Cheyenne original <laughs> is bad. We're not
1: Cheyenne yeah. Jr.
3: Come on.
2: It's terrible. Uh, uh, should we uh, slide on in to We the next? can,
1: but I think we have to mention the very iconic list line of the show. So when they're at the police station and basically they tried to spread the ashes in the, um, the one golf course hole area. I don't know what they're called. Um, he they tried to spread the ashes, and they get caught by the police, which is why they get arrested. Whatever, um, and then they instead of like they obviously weren't able to uh, weren't able to pick out the ashes individually, so they had to take all of the sand oh, yeah. and put it in a bag, a big burlap sack. <laughs> and he was like, "Here's your dad. So you have to take him and do something with him." And he's like, "Well, what do I do?" He's like, "Obviously, like it's not just your dad in here. We had to get whatever sand we could." So he flings the burlap sack over his shoulder, and he goes. Someone says, "Isn't that isn't that heavy?" He goes, "He ain't heavy. He's my father." And I think we all knew that that was coming. Oh, <laughs> um, but it yeah. was beautiful. Wow, yeah. it was great, Russ. And if was you need like, to wow. excuse
3: yourself for ten to fifteen and um, <laughs> you know take care of business, we understand.
0: Russ is going to slide right off that chair. Yet again.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have laundry in your building? I mean, I'm I'm worried about it, it's in the basement. The moisture situation. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's a perfect poignant note. And then I think, yeah, let's slide into um, episode 14, the story of divorce.
2: When Brock and Reba's divorce becomes final, Reba dates a man she dumped in college. Oh, great episode all around. That's it. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the episode.
0: That is (laughs) it. And then the first obviously Uh, we need applause here immediately following this, but the first thing I wrote down is our girl is back, park overall. She's back, baby. Okay, Park.
2: I love how she had, what well, I guess was a Palm Pilot. Yes. She's like, I have two megabytes yes. of men, which I'm like, that's not a lot of megabytes. Wait,
0: that's so funny, Rez. I couldn't place what that device was. Like, I literally was like, is it a BlackBerry? Is oh, it a no, notepad? Oh, no, it's a Palm Pilot. You're right.
2: It's a Palm Pilot. Park on her Palm I was pilot. like, I think that's a Palm, a palm Pilot with two <laughs> megabytes, which is literally nothing. And it's like four names. They were, as they were going through, it was just like gay, gay, gay. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So,
1: why are they on the list? Like, where is this list coming from? Is this like the. I. I That was not clear.
3: Was it just her address book or was it a dating app? I don't know. Were those around?
2: But they made it clear uh, when Reba was like, there's that many gays. And then. Uh, oh. Lorianne's like, no, just the one, but he came out in a big way. <laughs> I did laugh at that. <laughs> that That's good. like, wow, I a, 2000. I have a question 18.
0: about Palm Pilot, um, what? which is that Russ, you're the biggest techie on the call, but like, what was it? A, could you call people on it, or was it a simple, a simple, um, like a calculator? <laughs> like, what, what um, was it? The <laughs> earliest
2: iterations of the Palm Pilot, some did not entry. have. Phone call capabilities while others did. I had a Palm Pilot. You did? So I, you yeah, did? Wow. And he oh, had a little
3: pen. Yeah. In 07.
2: Right? Yeah. In 07. Wait, you had one, in one at age
3: seven for real?
2: No, oh, 07. In 07. <laughs>
3: oh, oh. I was like, come so, on. <laughs> Yeah, Russ's parents were
0: like, let's get our nerd ass on a Palm
1: but Pilot yeah, for his seventh you could
0: birthday. Call on it. <laughs> but can you text on it? Like, I, I guess yeah, I, like, I'm everything. honestly forgetting the era of a Palm Pilot.
2: It was like a Blackberry. Okay. But they also had certain ones that were just assistants that didn't that you couldn't call on, but I had one that you could call on.
0: So, what do you think Parker overall had? She
1: just that had an. I Pi- highly doubt we
2: could called on that.
1: Yeah, it was in 2001. Okay. You couldn't call on the Palm Pilot. Ross
3: and had actually, a you're highly right. advanced I think version. she uses the house line when she calls Parker. I was just
0: going to say that, Michelle. She like put. She has the Palm Pilot, puts it down, and gets the house phone. So, that Palm Pilot is not making calls.
3: So, it's simply
1: her address book, I think. Yeah. I,
3: <laughs> and so she calls this guy. They realize, oh, Parker's in my, in my Palm Pilot. You guys dated in college and you dumped him for some reason, maybe you should reconnect. And before Reba can even, like, give her thoughts, she's already calling him. Yes. I would murder her <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if one of you did that. If I were single and I was like, oh, maybe I'll reach out to this person for my past, and you're like, I have them on the line. I, would.
2: I I thought she was doing a lot. well.
3: Michelle, does this change your mind? Because they said
0: Parker Reynolds, and he has a butt like a pair of honeydew melons.
2: Are you interested? <laughs> in that? I guess then get
3: him on the line. I mean, like, Are you going to be mad? Are you mad about that? Because
0: I don't think.
1: You and want. then immediately following, saying that he has a butt like a pair of honeydew lemons, Cheyenne gave goes, it "Wow, to he's the farmer's market." Woo! Cheyenne goes, "Wow, he sounds
0: great." I'm like,
3: what? Wait, also,
0: Eric, you said
3: lemons. We're
0: talking
3: melons. No
1: melons, melons, I'm sorry. I don't know why I said (laughs)
0: lemons.
3: The fact
1: that, like, he has a butt and he's rich, Cheyenne's like, wow, he sounds great. Like, Cheyenne's signing him up. Also, Reba, we learn, is in the Mile High Club. Oh, right? Are we shocked? Yes.
2: Which, (laughs) like, made me think, like, okay, maybe I get where that uh stupid ass sanctimonious mom was coming from in like one of the earlier episodes I didn't want her hey kid hanging out at Reba's place because it's just like Thank you. it's fuck talk central.
3: Yeah oh, yeah every
2: it's all they talk about.
3: But Cheyenne was the only kid in the room and she's already prego, so like what's there to lose? She's you know?
1: still 17. Like you're still Yeah fair. I, I barely even talk about like sex with my mom now. And I'm an no, adult. No, if
0: sex is, like, on TV and I'm in, like, the room with my parents or my in-laws, I, like, want to crawl under a table and die. Yeah, and I'm, I'm we're s- not even talking oh, yeah, about it. I'm still it.
1: uncomfortable. And she's like, oh, hell yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I'll, like, get up and be like, oh, I'm going to get a drink. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> also in this conversation, it's revealed that Park and Brock dated in college. Yes. yes. There was a That's swap which, that happened.
1: I really like and that. And that
3: blew my mind because then I noticed in the next couple episodes, they had kind of, like, a, a fight or fuck yeah. re- element to the relationship. Yeah, which I, I hadn't picked up on before. And
0: then in Park is very um, we're just going to call her Park, not her character name lorian but <laughs> she is very like in you're right, we'll get to the other episode where she's in cuz she she kind of they're always kind of having a little bickering moment, but I feel like she and she like hates him a lot, which I'm like is it your hate of him or you hate him for Reba? I feel like now that they have that background, she hates him a little bit more. Personally, right. For her own thing.
3: Yeah, I agree. I agree, too. At first, I thought it was just her being defensive. And then now I'm like, oh, maybe she never got over being rejected by Brock.
0: Um, And also, wait, the other thing is there's no B-plot in this episode, I don't believe. I think it's literally strictly about the Reba date.
3: Well, right? a little bit that
1: is like, talking to Eric um, or Jake, whatever. <laughs> now I'm calling him. I wrote down Eric. Um, <laughs> Kira's talking to, Eric, uh, to Jake about how, like, that he's going to have a new dad and like oh, yeah. once Reba gets um, married that she's going to forget about him and they have to change their name to his last name and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Which is like a little bit sick, but I also did that to my little brother. Um mean, my older brother told my little brother, Sean, that we had twin sisters that my mom, that were really bad. So my mom threw them down the sewer um, their names are Harriet and Sophia. And we are like, well, Sean, yeah, if you keep being bad, I guess mommy's going to throw you down the sewer. So yeah. I, at the time I was like, wow, she's being such a brat. And then I was like, mm, I did that. And worse actually.
0: Okay. So you kill birds and you also tormented your brothers. Perfect. Yes. You're basically um,
3: yes. it from the movie. It. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the monster. <laughs>
0: So Reba does, like, eventually, she's like, she does agree to go on this date. And then, Erica, there's literally no way that you're, you don't want to talk about this for a million years because Reba's date outfit was mm-hmm. a black halter. and She looked so I, good. She did, but the boobs
1: were super. I light. wrote that. She was wearing a sparkly overcoat and I the titties and the blue turtleneck. And that's all I had to write. Were the titties and the blue turtleneck? They were high. I loved that. overcoat.
0: The, oh, the overcoat was great, by the way. Yeah,
2: it was. A I was overcoat. part of the audience cheering for her. The way they were hooting. Yeah, yeah. I was into it.
3: It was like the reveal yeah. of like bad Sandy yeah, at the end of Greece. Like she looked <laughs> yeah. so good, all black, sexy. I was uh-huh. yeah. bowing down to my television set, and
0: her back looked wicked good too. Like the, the, the she looked great. Yeah. Like, but I was I and I liked it. But the overcoat did it for me in a weird way. I don't know why. I just thought it was really like. A little fun.
1: I literally wrote classy. down woe, underlined woe, that sparkly overcoat. So yeah. I knew it. I felt it right away. I agree. Um, she looked great. And then when great. the guy
3: walked in, I thought he was like a grade A dork. I was a little disappointed for Rita. Beethoven. I was hoping for a yes. hottie for her. Did anybody – did we actually see the melon butt? Because I
0: don't recall. No. Like, I didn't and
2: make a did note not of it And he did not have later. a butt like a pair of honeydew melons. No. But he was uh, character actor Peter Scolari from uh-huh. Bosom Buddies. <sighs> Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show, and Girls, where he played uh, Hannah's gay dad.
1: And Beethoven, oh. don't
0: forget.
2: Oh, and also Beethoven. He was
1: that asshole doctor in Beethoven. Remember he, like, pretended that Beethoven bit him?
3: Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yep.
0: Why is that the only reference that I know is the Beethoven
3: one and none of the other ones? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I do remember from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show.
1: He
3: was very loose on screen to the point where I was like, I'm going to look up if he has an improv background. Because I was, felt like he was, like doing stuff off-book that was throwing Reba off, and he doesn't. But I came across this interview that Tom Hanks did from Buzz and Buddies where he said the producers got mad at them for doing lots of, like, off-book improvisa- improvisation <laughs> during Buzz and so Buddies. You,
0: you went this deep. I'm, I really it's, like it. It took me forever to get from? through this
3: episode because I kept going down all these rabbit holes. Um. <laughs> but yeah, and Buzz and Buddies predates me. I never watched it. I think it was like early it 80s It predates maybe. all of us. It was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Wait, Michelle, did you feel that Reba looked thrown by this? Or I thought she was rolling with his punches. Not
3: thrown, but like after he would do a line, he would. and I'm sorry this is visual for a podcast, but he would kind of do like this in the background. Like, yeah, I was. Like he, he was like mouthing sorry. It was weird. And I was like, oh, I think he's like going off book and oh. he's not sure how it'll be taken. I wrote okay. down,
1: is he miming? Like he looked like he was like miming. He was like. Yeah,
3: he was doing all yeah. these big gestures after yeah. his lines. And I felt like that was him, like, during the audience laughter, like, asking if it was okay. They weirdly kept it in. And the
0: other thing that I I didn't like that he did um, at all was that when he – first of all, they haven't dated in 20 years. When he – so they go to this, Uh, like, fancy restaurant, like, white tablecloth. I know you guys know what I'm going to say. So he orders her full fucking order. He's like – and I I will butcher this, but and it was kind of particular, but it was, like, Caesar salad dressing on the side and, like – this kind of pasta with no cream and, like, da-da-da. And, sh- and then she's like, nope, that's perfect. I, I yeah, can't. she said okay. That, that was I
3: sickening. Know. Well, she's a
0: fucking pushover.
1: Even if it was what I wanted, I'd be like, no, I'm different now. I want to stay. 20
0: years later, I mean, I like what I like, but, yeah, it would be the principle for me. Yeah,
3: yeah. even if she still loved the meal, she's liked other meals in the 20 years yeah. since. Like, that's so annoying and presumptuous. Just
2: like a man. Ugh. Just like a man. mm
1: Also, she kisses him, but she doesn't kiss the handyman. I know, what the this hell? This is, like, not it? that long after. That's a loss. And you're going to go on a date with that honeydew melon ass, and you're not going to kiss that handyman. That's so crazy. Honestly.
3: And honestly, like, his ass was an insult to honeydew lem- melons because. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that we have to keep saying lemons.
3: <laughs> honeydew lemons. Honeydew <laughs> lemons. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of, remember, I obviously did the little bit Medler mix up last week and, and then we I remember. was home I was home How for my dad's birthday <laughs> and, uh, Janice Joplin came up and everyone in my family was calling her Janice Joplin no. <laughs> and I was like this must be like a very Tully thing that we do not care to get names correct
1: <laughs> no that's like if Janice Joplin married Charlie Chaplin you get some weird ass Janice Joplin um yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's bypass <that. laughs> so
0: no exactly so no the the next the next couple things i have i mean this is still all about um reba's date but so afterwards she comes home and like this is the, the weird thing like cheyenne obviously i understand she'd be cool with her mom dating that's great but she starts reba has a turtleneck on obviously and she starts checking being like oh you have a turtleneck on you got hickeys it's like what yeah Meanwhile, she looks like to your mom. She looks like Cynthia from Rugrats in this scene. She has
1: these wack ass um, pigtails. She looks like a fool. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh,
3: Yeah. Although I did write in this set, I was like, Cheyenne's kind of finding her comedic voice a little bit. She's still not like funny, but compared to what she was in the beginning, she's finding her way a little bit among all these titans of comedy. I think.
0: Mm, I'm not there yet, but <laughs> I'm not
1: there
3: I'm glad That you are. I think. I think you know. We'll give her time. <laughs>
1: Also, BJ um, was wearing a pair of pink capris that also immediately brought me back to Jenna's pink capris
0: that she wore in college. Did I have pink capris?
1: Yeah, pink something. On the pants.
0: <laughs> what did I wear with them?
3: What What was the top? Oh, I need to know. I
0: don't know what you wore. This is a long time ago, but you just had
1: them. I don't even
3: remember owning pink capris. <laughs> well. I vaguely recall. They were like Chino material, right? Probably, They yeah. had like a, a very prominent crease in the front.
0: <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? I don't remember that. <laughs> That's really concerning for me. As, probably, I don't think that was in, that was not in style. I don't think I don't think it was either, but you did wear them.
1: You wore them often. You were always in those pink pants. Really?
0: You really don't remember? I have to find a photo. Did I iron? I
1: could dredge one up.
0: I Uh, I hope not. I was obsessed with like grease and stuff. I wonder if I was like still stuck in the fifties. I don't know. I don't think they were.
3: Doesn't make it right. Yeah, no it doesn't.
0: I'm uh, let's edit that out. <laughs> Gen- let's bleep it, Jenna. Where? bleep bleep. Um <laughs> for pink caprice. <laughs> um I'm blushing a little bit about that. But um matching so, your pants. <laughs> I know. So, um I wanted to talk a little bit about the scene where Reba goes to um meet Parker, Parker Reynolds. Yeah. To um break up with him basically. And I, I don't know if this was the orange shirt you were referencing because she did have an orange shirt and a black sweater, which was a weird choice. Maybe she didn't want to look good. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, but she goes to break up with him and he was like very defensive. Like they went on mm-hmm. one singular date. And I was like, This guy is fucking nuts. Yeah. No, he's creepy as hell.
3: Yeah, he was like very defensive for one day. And he was picturing that they were gonna have a full on relationship already. Yeah. And I was like, listen, melon butt, take a breath. She doesn't want Sit you. Sit those
1: melons down and take a little deep <laughs> breath
3: because G- it ain't happening.
0: your lemons on that chair.
3: Yeah, I
1: said she um, looked like she was in a Halloween outfit. Like she was – that. this is definitely the look what that, that Russ was definitely referring to with the orange sweater set or Michelle, whoever it did. Yeah,
3: it perfectly matched her hair, but uh-huh. it didn't make it right. It was a bad <laughs> <No>. set. <laughs> was she
0: terrible.
1: was trying to
3: go for like a spooky
0: vibe. Like she's like, I don't want him to be into, into this, so I'll just, you know. <laughs> Spook well, him yeah. out um, But she does still He kisses her rather Or they did like a big long dip kiss Yeah that's yeah right. Yeah. He like tipped her over and Poured
1: her out
3: <laughs> Yeah And the whole thing was She remembered why Part of why she dumped him years ago Was he was a bad kisser And then So he's like Give me one last chance I'll, I'll show you a really good one And dips her And she still feels nothing And then do you guys remember Who pops her head up? Because he kisses her at the coffee shop and then mm-hmm. the big-haired principal po- comes out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I what? didn't think that was her. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a random lady.
0: Well, well no, in your her.
2: defense,
3: her hair was deflated.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to Oh, but they should have
0: kept I the know. hair because that wasn't a reference for me. Really? You need that that to
2: end her. this so I can go and find and, and see that little Easter egg. That's Unless, awesome. So
1: the only thing I thought of was... Are they trying to make her like a random extra thinking that we would forget she was the principal? Cuz she didn't have the well, high we hair. We would not forget. No, as soon as cuz well, she went forgot, over and she like gave him her business card like, "Ooh, you can give me a call." Like she was turned on by the whole thing. Yeah, it she was, was like very
3: into it.
0: And so you're saying that you think they didn't have like enough budget for extras and they're like just get in there no one will notice we'll flatten the hair? Maybe. Or you think it was a purposeful callback? I, I, I honestly don't know. think it purposeful
3: because she she and Reba have this cat and mouse mm. Valjean and Javert type <laughs> relationship. <laughs> so you know it what? It would make that sense that she would steal Reba's man. Well I guess Reba didn't want the man anymore but it would make sense that there would be this push and pull no, with Parker. Who's Valjean and who's Javert? Yeah good question. The principal is Javert of course because she's always trying She tried to get Reba's daughter kicked out of school. She tried to get her fired. But then, like, Reba always, like, earns just a teeny bit of respect back, and then she lets her go. Yeah. To me, the parallel is, like, so obvious. Like, when she comes on screen, screen, I'm like, Javert, done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Javert. Do not
3: forget. I was going to say name. Russell Crowe when he's like, and I'm Javert. I'm Javert.
0: Like, I'm like, please learn your character's name,
3: Javert. <laughs>
0: Javart. So, okay. So then, because the end of the episode um, kind of cruises down. Park and Reba are drinking wine. Love that because they're usually drinking coffee or something. I kind of like to see them gabbing with wine. But um, I did like that because um, Brock comes in. I think you just go to dinner with the kids. Is it uh-huh.
2: Lorianne's line?
3: Oh, I think we're all thinking of the same one. Well, maybe not. I don't I don't have the line right there. <laughs> oh, it's like,
2: don't you have rotten teeth to fix? Yes. <laughs> and I was and like, rotten teeth. That's rotting teeth. And I
3: love it because when Erica was judging him for touching teeth, I didn't know that that was a take people had. But, like, that's the second time someone in the show – judged him so harshly for touching people's teeth yes and i was obsessed also,
0: okay. are we, speaking of obsessed are we gonna breeze by russ's perfect park <laughs> no over? i was almost gonna say like i almost i, get, I almost need need it really again. good i needed
1: again thank
2: you thank you
0: <laughs> like russ i think you did like a re- you did another uh was it i don't know if it was no, you did a reba facial facial acting but that um, park overall was yeah yeah exactly but that park overall was like I mean I would have <laughs> thought she was here. If the crowd started cheering. It <laughs> <That> was great. <laughs> um, no one's screaming. Uh. I, I'm annoyed. I I don't have that line written down, but what I was gonna say is just that like which, again, I, I kind of liked, like, Brock admitting that, like, when Reba dates, he's going to be jealous. Yeah. Like, yeah. annoying, yes, but I liked it because he's, like, vulnerable. He's like, look, it's going to fucking suck. Like, I'm going to have a hard time with it.
2: It was like a, it was a semblance of self-reflection, but I also think it's not, I don't know that it's fair for him to tell her that. Mm-mm. Like, don't put that shit on me. Like, No, sh- you're right. But you're I, right. I appreciate yeah, you're already it.
3: fully engaged to someone else. Yeah. I think I just liked that he was,
0: like, because I think he's, like, more and more, he's, like, it's like obvious that he knows he like fucked this up bad yeah so yeah that's what i like about it and i don't like about it, like no he shouldn't make her feel bad. he was
1: like smug in this part because he was like she was like well why did you act like you were not upset that i was going on a date and he was like well i remember exactly why you guys broke up because you said there was no spark and he was a bad yeah. kisser he's like so basically i wasn't threatened by this yeah. and like making her feel bad but like you could have just said that. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like a no-win situation because had he said that before, she could have been like, well, you don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know. But he, that then he said into that, like, how he was going to be jealous when she starts to date. But, like, this was, like, his own little personal triumph, and he was, like, smug about it, and I hated it. I was like, shut up.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so the only reason I want to move on is because this next episode I feel like we could do like three hours on. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. So I'm a little concerned. Unless, does anybody have any other t- takes for this episode? Because this episode, I think, was the best episode I've seen in a while.
3: Best episode of television I've seen. Yeah. Across and all, like all if, series.
0: And I watched Succession Finale last night. So... Yeah, and this is <laughs> my PSA um, to anybody who's listening to this who's like, I haven't watched Reba and I'm listening to the podcast... just watch this episode even isolated maybe like it's Mm -hmm. that good and then you'll be like all right i gotta go back and watch it so it's incredible it's called you may kick the bride and again i don't have the description but i do i will let russ take it
2: all right reba refuses barbara jeans many invitations to the wedding semicolon kira considers not attending that's the episode
3: That's
0: it. Now, do you guys remember, like, three episodes ago, we were talking about, because the wedding came up, and we were all trying to be, like, what's going to happen? Like, Reba will be there, but, like, will she sing? Will she whatever? Will she be a bridesmaid? Because that had come up a little bit. It's better than I thought it could be in more ways than one.
3: Absolutely. Also, did you notice that um, BJ was like, do you want catfish
1: Cat. or tuna
2: catfish and i was like mm-hmm. is yep. that a
3: hint that it, she got her wedding at catfish john's because no, we don't she see like, the reception oh, no. yet
2: right i was like so that is a be. callback yeah i think it's a yeah. callback and i think it's 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 phenomenal writing
1: i think so right? too yeah. catfish john and i hope we yeah, like, want I catfish hope- or tuna like it was so good yeah um also i think it was like you know how sometimes like when they take like a little bit of a break in the middle of a season and then they go back and film they all seemed a little bit older and they all, like, they had different yeah. haircuts. Like, they had, like, yeah. a little mid-season glow-up, um, which I thought was yeah. really, like, nice. They all looked, I think, um, specifically, Jake looked looked a little bit older, and Reba got her hair Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: I could say this about, like, a million episodes, because, as we've said many times, they burn through plot. Like, this easily could have been a season finale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Like, 100%. I didn't
2: think we were going to get to this point by episode 15, knowing, like, there's probably 22 episodes, 24 episodes. I'm like, how did we get here at 15? Yeah. What's left?
3: I know. (laughs) And I'm bummed we don't get a reception episode. This episode ends at the church, right? Unless I'm forgetting something major. Yeah. That bummed me out.
0: You know what I also would have loved is like a bachelorette party situation where Reba obviously ends up at BJ's. Yeah. That would have been great. Mm. I don't know where to begin. I'm um
1: Well, I know because he chooses the best man as Van and not even his son. Yeah. And I know the son is like a child or whatever, but you could still have him be like your like makeshift best yeah, that man, is weird. so he's like, okay, it'll be Van. So like, whatever. That's nice that 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 it's a very small wedding party, um, but still, like, come on, Van, really? And then- or it could
3: have been like Van is the best man and Jake is like the best boy or something, like a little mini groomsmen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah,
0: the ring. Bear. And did you guys also the other reveal that I thought was interesting is that so Bj. Like, from the beginning of the episode, she's, like, begging Reba to come to the wedding, which is weird. This is your husband's ex-wife. She does not need to be there. But secondly, um, BJ also reveals that her family doesn't know she's pregnant and is not attending the wedding. And I thought that was, like, a big reveal. Yeah. That's yeah. telling. Yeah.
3: Is it that they have, a, have always had a bad relationship? Are they super religious and be mad? Like, we need more backstory on BJ.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she's obviously very religious, so I can imagine that – her being pregnant um, out of wedlock mm-hmm. is not good for her family. You know what I mean? So she's right. clearly that kind of person. And
3: she's also, like, a, a huge personality and like, in all different ways. Like, if her family's, like, super uptight and buttoned up, like, she might have been the black sheep. Of the family, even pre-pregnancy.
0: That's
2: fair,
3: right.
0: And wouldn't you love an – I would love an episode where it's, like, just strictly around her just in general. But I would love to – if if her parents did show up and, like, you see her facade fall kind of deal. Like, Mm -hmm. she just, like, can't – like, she's, like – you know, she put – she obviously puts on a front, like, all the time just in terms of, like, dealing with things. And I feel like it would be be cool to see her parents and her just, like, you know.
1: I'm sure we'll see that in the future. I'm sure they've got to have BJ's parents come around at some point. Again, we're in episode or season one, and there's six seasons, so we've got to get it. We've got to get them on the horn. We
0: got, we got time.
1: <laughs> we got time. Um, the bridesmaids' dresses were absolutely hideous, which we knew that they would be, but they're somehow worse mm-hmm. than I imagined. And they were purple taffeta dresses with like a giant bow that she decided to put in front of. Um, Cheyenne's stomach like so that you couldn't tell that she was pregnant but actually the worst part of the dresses for me were the length like did you guys see the length yeah it was like in between cocktail tea length and full length it was like a nothing length (laughs) it hit at all the wrong spots and I was like this dress is horrific but to have it in that length is actually maybe the most tragic thing that I've seen.
0: Well, the most tragic thing of all to me is that Reba redoes the dresses because they're hideous and they are still
2: bad. Oh
1: yeah, they're terrible.
2: To me, the most hideous thing about the dresses is there's a hat that we don't get to see. I, I wish we saw that. Died to oh, see. Oh,
3: you're right. Yeah,
2: they should have had that. That's all I wanted. But yeah, so Reba's a seamstress too.
3: Of course, she what is. What can't
2: she do? She can do
3: it all. She's a suburban small town housewife. Yeah. Um, and then her seamstressing skills come into play later on for an absolutely <laughs> oh incredible physical comedy. Oh. oh, let's, let's not even gay. get. Let's
1: not get there because I can't. I, can, I, yeah. I can't. I'm like
0: literally titillated because <laughs> I have so many thoughts.
3: And it was funny because when it, when it happened when like. Well, never mind. I'll say it when we get no. there. Yeah, I don't want to skip ahead.
0: So, um, a couple things because Reba redoes the dresses, um, and Kira's big stance is she's not going to the wedding. I think that's also an important touchstone. Is like, yeah, she just says she's not going, um, which, you know, is sad. But I also understand why she'd be feeling that way.
3: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, she's like trying to like be do it in defense of her mom, and then. All- She's also not even close with her dad, as we've established. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah,
0: and then do you guys think so? Like BJ's big thing is she wants Reba's blessing, which I did already say. But (sighs) do you think that that was like over the top? Like, do you think Reba owed that? Because I I thought that was a little ridiculous. It was, but it was
2: sitcom, right? It It was totally. It was totally. They need to have these people have a conflict, so. We're just going to make it that.
0: No, and it's sad. It's like, look, do your thing, but, like, just fucking get married and leave me out of it. Like, do I literally need to do everything? And, like, I'm – obviously, I'm sure she has her, you know, feelings about it. Like, do you – how much do you want to fuck me right now, BJ? (laughs) Like, it's sad. Yeah.
2: Which is kind of why, like, I appreciated, like, where Kira was coming from. Because I'm like, someone's got to look at the fucking situation that Reba's in. And I think this episode and the last few have done a really good job of coding uh, Kira as like a young Reba, mm-hmm. like she's mm-hmm. got the same kind of
1: hair thoughts color. and
2: headspace <laughs> and attitude, and yes, hair color. <laughs> um, but I do, I do think like if anybody is carrying the torch for a new generation of of, of Rebas, it's Kira.
3: Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Oh, for sure. And then the other part of BJ, it wasn't just that she wanted her blessing. It was she wanted like Reba's um, assurance kind of because she was basically saying, I can never live up to you as to what you were as a wife. Uh, Brock will always compare me to you, blah, blah, blah. And I get where she's coming from a little, I guess. But that's a big ask to be like, will you hype me up and tell me how much you're – just recently divorced ex husband will like
2: love me more than you,
3: you know. What also, I mean?
2: like, how yeah, are you thinking of this right now? Like, that if that had to have been top of mind earlier, like, you don't get to the day before or of your wedding and wonder about that. Like, when you have been traipsing in and out of Reba's house mm-hmm. for the better part of a year, <laughs> right? But what she also
1: no. says, Well, how can I know that Brock's not going to do the same thing that he did to you to me? what? Like, I know you don't know that, but why are you saying that to the woman he did it do you psycho! Right. That,
0: that's what I mean. It's like, that's not right. Like, and I'm usually, I, I, I will play the card of BJ. Cause I, I, I think she's like, so like Labrador esque, like whatever, but that is truly psychotic. And I think she, she should know better. Yeah. Like that's not right. No. It was horrifying. And then it it was also so fucked up. As so so then she, you know, she shows up to Reba's and she, you know, in her wedding is- dress, that looks like a christening gown. Yes. Her wedding
1: dress does not look like a wedding dress. It literally looks like a long christening
0: gown. Yeah, that.
1: A boy and the would material
0: wear. looks like it does. It's like that material that it's like not silk. I forgot the name of this material, but it does not breathe at all. Like I'm sweating looking at it. No, it's like taffeta. Yeah, taffeta. Yeah. So, but then she's like, shows up and she asks Reba's permission, or whatever, and Reba does actually. Is nice about it Which I don't know That I would have been Well she's always nice about it And then she like Still throws a fucking fit And is like I'm not gonna do I don't wanna get married And I'm like Then Reba has to go back It's like That's a lot on Reba That is too many things And A lot of emotional
3: labor On a day when She should have been able To just like Drink wine and hide out And be in her feelings And they wouldn't allow her To do that
0: yeah, she should have had park over, and they should have had wine, and <laughs> oh, they should have yeah. shit-talked Brock, and, like, fucking had a girls' night. And instead, right. it's like she's wrapped up in this nonsense. And it's
1: all going on in her house. These people are I all know. in her freaking house. Get out of her house. I don't understand it. Why are you there all the time? Also, Van, mm-hmm. you're not even standing up for your dad because you said he asked if Reba had hit or pulled her hair. said, so, what, did you hit her? Did you pull her hair? And it's like, no, Van, She's just a crazy lady that's freaking out in the kitchen and Reba didn't do anything. So, come on now.
0: Yeah, I know.
3: So then we get to the church, wedding's proceeding. Right? Isn't that? And then Kira shows up.
0: I was going to say the one quick note is that like Reba and Kira do have like a little semi-poignant scene where yeah. she's like she's like you know, you don't, Reba's saying to Kira, like, you don't have to go, like, which I did appreciate. She was, like, had her back, and she's probably thinking, I can at least have a buddy, mini Reba, here with me. <laughs> um, But then, eventually, I think she, I, I don't know her exact persuasiveness, but it's just, like, Kira decides to go to the wedding. And so, then, to cut to what you're saying, Michelle, which is Kira and Reba show up to the wedding. Right, of
3: course Reba goes.
2: Oh, yeah, she needed a ride.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right.
3: Oh, right. That's how they got her there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was funny,
0: though. So Kira's like there. They're like about to go down the aisle. And Kira and Reba is fiddling with Kira's dress, I believe, still kind of sewing it. Yeah. And I'm like, it's done, Reba. Like, and she's the dress is what it is at this point. So I thought that Kira's dress was going to get attached to Reba.
1: That's <laughs> what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, she's going to have to walk down the aisle because she's going to be attached to Kira. And then when she didn't get attached to Kira, I was like, oh, my bad. I made a huge mistake. And then.
0: (laughs) And then. then. Well, the best thing is, I did gasp at this. So, like, BJ has that long taffeta gown, Uh and she's, like, about to walk down the aisle, and she's, like, still telling Reba to stay, and Reba's like, I'm out. I'm I'm leaving. And then as BJ's proceeding, she, again, long taffeta train, um, Reba steps on the train, and BJ walks, and it rips.
3: (gasps) I gasped yeah
0: I assume you all did as well um I mean
3: Um, yes I had a visceral reaction for sure (laughs) that's what I mean like because it's like I'd be it's like
0: fuck like it's just like you're like oh shit that is you know I'm just trying to get out of here I don't even want to be here and now I you know I ruined the train and then what does Reba do
1: so Reba, of, of course, being the seamstress that she is, says, I, I can fix this. I can fix this. So she sits down and she starts sewing it. Now, we're talking a giant rip. Like, I'm talking this would have to be <laughs> at least five to ten minutes of sewing by hand. You know what I mean? So she's sewing this rip up like crazy, which at this point, just tear the whole thing off and call it a day and send her down the aisle.
0: Yeah, because it, it was an easy tear because it was just the, the outer ring of the tablet. Exactly. Like, it wasn't it wasn't a bad rip, and I, I thought of it that. Was Like
1: the border, but no. So being who she is, so she's sitting there, and she's sewing, and she has the dress on her lap as she's sewing. So when she stands up, she had accidentally (laughs) sewn the train into her own pant leg, which is, again, what I thought was going to happen with Kira and didn't sew. I was like, oh, stupid of me to think that, and that she actually did it. So then what happens is, obviously, BJ then starts to walk down the aisle, and Reba's attached to her and is panicking. Um, and in this situation, I don't know what I would do. Would I just take my pants off and run? Or would I go down the aisle <laughs> when I try I, to rip it? I would. What would yeah. happen? Because Reba is walking down the aisle behind BJ. So everyone's already there <laughs> and everyone's like looking and smiling at BJ and Reba's walking down the aisle behind her. And it's so good. And
0: Reba's? so funny doing like the one two slow yeah. steps like she's yeah. proceeding oh my she God. rips
1: flowers off of one of the pews and she's using that to go down the aisle like she's in the procession
3: <laughs> I don't even know why I would I think I would like be in such a panic I would play dead I'd be like when you see a bear and you just crawl into a ball on the floor and be like this is just what I'm doing like I could not take that on the fact that she even thought to like start singing and dancing and everything at the end like I Genius. 100%
0: would take take my pants off and run because <laughs> if I were, everybody's already in the church, the chances of like late stragglers are little and I assume like if my car wasn't that far away, I'm like, I'm taking the pants off, I'm running and I'll like deal with that later. It's like That's embarrassing, believe me, but this is more embarrassing to proceed behind the bride of, of your ex-husband.
3: I think it'd be almost better to re-rip the dress, like just rip the dress yes. off your pants. Cause that's not, what I would be You're going to be so frazzled, you're not going to be able to get your button and your zipper in time. And then you're going to be, Half dressed, walking down the aisle. Yeah,
0: you'd probably be half naked. Yeah, going down
1: the would aisle. Would you
3: ever think to? I just
0: thought of this. Would you go under the taffeta? <laughs> <laughs> <all> under <laughs> That's actually I mean, the move. She's small enough. <laughs> That's. I just thought of it. I'm like, I again, like, but yeah, now I think that is the move. You're just under the dress, and no one knows you're under there. <laughs>
2: Also, do you guys remember how they they asked for Reba to sing at their wedding?
0: Right. Yeah. She And did.
2: here we go. And
0: here we are. And what did she, what was the song?
2: The Stars and Stripes or Big It was and the Heart bright. of Texas. Heart
0: of Texas.
1: And she did it like really like up beat and everything and people like joined in cuz everyone did the The
2: clap part
1: of it. It it. It was great. It was so
0: good. She, like, absolutely slayed that entire scene, though. Like, I'm like, she's hilarious. She
3: is. And when she was stitched to BJ, I, like, in my head was making more of it than it is. I'm like, this is the start of, like, their comedic partnership. Like, I think we're going to get a lot more... BJ, Reba, comedic it. duo scenes. I think they're going to be our new Lucy and Ethel, and I'm excited. I
1: thought you were going like deep and saying like the fact that she's stitched to BJ, Like she'll always be stitched to BJ in some way. Oh. She thinks she's getting away from her. She thinks she could take her pants off and run, but guess what? She's not. You she's walking down the aisle with them. It's a blended family.
3: What are you going to do? Wow, gorgeous. Call an ambulance because they both have stitches on their hearts. It's dangerous
0: oh, oh,
1: No, no but yeah i'm frustrated that she not only went to the wedding and sang at the wedding so the two things that they really wanted her to do she wound up doing like come on reba i know it's
0: upsetting it was great though it was definitely my favorite episode i think thus far
2: this might yeah i don't know if it's my favorite overall i'd have to do a I'd have to really go through each one. Do
0: you want to do a rewatch? But this is <laughs> <end>,
2: – <laughs> yeah, to start at
0: 13?
2: We might have to do a new podcast about yeah. us rewatching the first 15 just to establish yeah. what the best half of the first season of Reba right. is. So that makes perfect sense that, to me.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: I don't think we should go any further. No. no, <laughs> we, we stop.
3: <laughs> yeah, we need
2: to we figure restart.
1: out – We need to see how we felt before – And how we feel now. (laughs) I think it's important that we grow as people as well.
2: And I think it's good if we, at least every 10 to 15 episodes do a check-in with every 10 to 15 <laughs> we start over and just make sure we feel the exact same. <laughs> Every
1: every episode 14 of each season going forward we now watch episode 15 which is the wedding just to kind of get back and remember where we yeah. came from yeah, and fine. just get fresh perspective and see what happened what how stupid we thought when we thought you know she wasn't going to go to the wedding like of course she was going like, to go like
0: how dumb am I going to feel when I say this is my favorite episode when in two seasons you know now, there's yeah, yeah there's Mary, a lot more material. Exactly.
2: And there sure is. This this was a frustrating one to think about uh, peak and pitting because mm. I enjoyed this batch of episodes. I was like, this mm-hmm. is a good group of episodes. Uh-huh. But episode fifteen is just so much better than fourteen, mm-hmm. which is an, a which is a very good episode of Reba, and thirteen is pretty <laughs> good, but it's so much better that like I can't. I, I can't even I can't say anything other than Reba walking down the aisle, the whole stitching. That is such that's so clear. That might be a peak of my actual life. Not of <laughs> like, I think that's And where keep it in is.
3: mind he became engaged to the love of his life like two months ago. Yeah. Well <laughs> and
1: well, this maybe, is still the peak. I don't know. Maybe you could have yeah. somebody be stitched to Lizzie while she walks down the aisle.
3: <gasps> Would she be game?
2: She, she would not be game, <laughs> so
3: then you might just have to force it on her <laughs> oh, without oh. her knowing. Have like a wacky aunt sew herself to the <laughs> stress.
0: <laughs> Wait, Russ, are you starting your peak and pit? So, are you, oh, yeah. uh, pit, Erica? We, we talked about this. Can someone tell me the order of peak and pit because we all do various versions of it? I don't think it matters the order, yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you whatever do your both. heart
1: tells you. Okay, that's fine. I was, I, like, I think, tech, I think, like um traditionally
2: it's the peak in the pit okay i think i've i've gone in the opposite direction more often than not but i'm peaking with it's clearly the the stitching at the end of this episode and all of what comes with that but my pit is also this episode which is uh barbara jean not reading the room and Mm -hmm. not giving reba the space to just stay the fuck home you you, Mm -hmm. brock gave you the blessing already Now you need to hear it from her. Now you need to hear it and believe it. You got your own shit to worry about. Leave my Reba alone.
3: (laughs) Hard agree. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Hard agree. My peak actually might be the fact that I started coming around to Jake a little bit. Um, Like when he was comforting his dad during the grandfather's death episode, I thought it was sweet. And then like when Kira was pranking him saying that, you know their new dad was going to replace him with other kids, blah, blah, blah. I felt, like, a tenderness and a protectiveness for him that I hadn't felt before. So that might be my peak. Mm -hmm. And then my pit was the fact that for Reba's old flame, they gave her this dork-ass loser with melons (laughs) for buns. I think she deserves better.
2: (laughs) Old lemon Um, buns.
3: (laughs) Like, if she's not going to get to continue to date the hot plumber from a few episodes ago, then her other guys need to step up their game and— I thought our queen deserved better.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's my
3: pet. Um, my peak, uh,
0: I mean, it, obviously the we- the wedding s- stitching. I I can't can't go unnoticed. I'm acknowledging, that I'm breezing over that because it was amazing. But my peak was actually. Um, park overall's um insults line to brock but the peak specifically is russ's impersonation of park <laughs> overall's line to brock because it was perfect and i loved it
3: um is this an then, annoying ask will you do it again
2: i don't remember what it was what did i say it
3: was about fixing rotten teeth all don't day, you have right? rotten teeth to yeah. fix
2: oh yeah don't you have rotten teeth to fix <laughs>
3: She she here. She's here. She's here. She's here. Park.
0: I mean, Park. special guest star. Park. Park, Park, Park Good <laughs> <laughs> exactly Exactly. Um, and then my pit is. I actually didn't bring this up in the um previous episode because I did like the scene and I didn't want to harp on it because we tend to hate on Brock a lot and we didn't really much here. So I'll hate on him right now. Um, they when Reba and him are at the police station and they're bonding he at one point like breaks down about his dad and I wrote down Brock's crocodile tears. Like he didn't appear that upset to me. And like, it was a bonding moment and he was fine the rest of the scene, but I wasn't buying it at all. And I feel like Reba was so like candid in that scene that it, it ruined it a little bit for me. So that's my pit.
3: His crocodile tears, if you will, are not ringing true.
0: Exactly. Oh my gosh! Wow. Was, I wish I. Thought it was of very
3: that. Tom Sandoval. Um, if oh, anyone's yeah. following the Sandoval, him crying to Lisa Vanderpump and not a single tear fell out of his eye. Yeah.
0: No. Exactly
3: um
1: okay so my peak is obviously got to be the stitch it's just so funny it's funny too because i think the peak was like oh i thought it was going to happen and then it didn't and then it did happen just another time so like hell like <laughs> they could have done it with kira's dress and that would have been funny but it's 10 times funnier to do it with bj's dress so i just thought it was great and just bj's face as she's walking down the aisle and reba behind her and when she turns around she's like reba like, get out of here. But it's, like, you want her up your ass at all moments of every single day, but then she's finally doing what you want her to do and, like, attending the wedding by accident and you're pissed off. Um, so, I mean, you can't have it both ways. Um,
3: yeah, I actually did think she was going to, like, say she was excited that she's up there be like, glad you made it. Have a seat. Like, yeah, I thought, oh my she, God. She thought they are going to play it that way.
1: No, and she was like pissed. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, you literally are obsessed with her. Um, but then my pit was, we didn't bring this up either, but it's something I wrote down. Um when they take when Brock is taking the kids out and he's like buying them shoes, he buys Kira these pair of boots <laughs> yeah. and they are disgusting. They're like yeah, they're really insane. they're like knee-length platform leather black. Boots, they're just horrific. And like, honestly, probably weigh more than Kara does. (laughs) So I saw the boots. I'm like, oh my God, she chose them. Like, that's really a big pit. I didn't like it at all. It was because
3: like those are some real dove crushers. Wow, could do a lot of damage with those babies. I was like, I saw them and I thought
1: of all of the baby birds that would be crunched within an inch of their lives.
3: Erica's like, I think I
0: could take a full size bird down with these. I'm in.
1: She could go to the national park and take down an eagle, honestly, like, and like go to jail for it. Um, but yeah, oh it was. God. They were really tough, tough crunchers.
0: <laughs> you just call shoes crunchers yeah, you like <laughs> i my crunchers on yeah like
1: I went to the mall I got like I don't know a hat a couple pairs of socks and I got a new pair of crunchers they're
3: great <laughs> <laughs> Dove
1: crunchers also really stupid but this is unrelated so me Jenna and Michelle went to Taylor Swift like two weeks ago um yes. it was a great time I can't explain how great it was what? but on the way home we stopped to go to the bathroom. It was somewhere in Connecticut, but there was like it was like a gas station that was also um, like a Dunkin' Donuts and whatever. And the place was called Chuckie's, and-,
3: and they had a table selling hunting knives. We were like really in in the thick of it, in mm. the middle of nowhere. Yeah,
1: we were loving life, but we we're just like Jesus. good old Chuckie. So you're saying crunchers? Now I'm thinking of just Chuckies, and the fact that he they sold cr- um, yeah hunting knives. Oh,
3: we were calling them duck gutters, duck like gutters. H- <laughs> Each hunting knife had a different animal decal on it to show, <laughs> yeah. like, what animal oh you it for. And one had a duck. And I'm like, who's out here gutting a duck? This is sick.
0: <laughs> Erica's like, why don't they just be normal and get a pair of crutches yeah, and that's just step true. on it? I was like, why do you need the you knife, knife for that? that? You need Reeboks. <laughs> yeah. And I mean- then we were
3: joking because, like, I looked so rough and hungover. I looked like a hot mess. And I was like, if we ever saw it, if we ever, like, somehow ran into someone we knew here, they'd be like, Remember that girl, Michelle? I think she does meth. I saw her <laughs> selling duck gutters at Chucky's <laughs> under the highway. <laughs> She's fallen on hard times. It went into the fact
1: that, like, yeah, we, Michelle, like, obviously is not doing that. But then we went into this whole thing where, like, would have, like, <laughs> we had a fast-free restaurant that just sold duck. <laughs> I, and know like-
3: I think we're just blow past this. <laughs> oh, no. But it was like a, a fast food restaurant that only sells duck meat, and yeah. then like we were doing impressions of the cashiers being like, "Bill or no bill?" And then like, like, "I'll buy, have the Fried them. duck
1: meat. <laughs> oh my god! And anytime "They're like, do you want the wing meat or no wing meat? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want the webbing?" No extra bin fried bin. beak brittles extra. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to Chucky's Quack Shack. We'll I all for you. <laughs> Shack. Oh, my God. I would definitely not blow past this. I'm going to keep going. We all were right. sitting in so much traffic, and we could not stop thinking about Chucky's Quack Shack. And
3: the- and then remember the, the image for, like, the, the cashier has to wear a hat with little duck wings on his <laughs> yeah. and every time they get a tip, they pull the string, and it like, makes the <laughs> duck flaps go like this. <laughs> like, thank you for the tip. <laughs> like,
1: the wings <laughs> flap on, the on, on
2: earth. <laughs> I'm
1: dying. And then they use every little bit of everything for, like, a stew. They're like, stew's on, and it's just, like, duck
3: bills. Yeah, it's just a hot, hot water with duck bills. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> gross.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Perfect. And then probably a couple hours before that, um, Michelle was asked asking to check herself into a facility,
3: not even for, like, oh alcohol, yeah. just for, totally like, exhaustion. <laughs> I didn't even really drink that weekend. I just was so tired. I was so tired. I – if Erica said, like, I'm not driving you the rest of the way home, I would just give up my life and work at Chucky's Duck Cut for the rest of my life because I could not handle the thought of getting home. I was so tired I said and hungover. we all – we didn't
0: get home till like, really late, but Michelle, um, like, two. And we all would just, like, went to bed. Uh, the concert was pouring rain, so we were, like, freezing and tired. But in the morning, it was, like, 10.30 and check out, It's, like, 11. And I turned the light on, and then I woke Michelle up. I was, like, Michelle, it's time to get up. And she literally looked like the dragon from Game of Thrones. She did one <laughs> eye open, just a quick reveal. Like, she was, like, <laughs> oh it was so good.
3: And I was, like, immediately check me into a facility. Like, done. <laughs> and... As we're saying, it yeah. doesn't sound like that crazy a night. Like, 2 a.m. is not that late. But we were in torrential downpour for, like, six hours. Yeah. To our credit. Well, yeah. It was a long and, night. Yeah.
1: And then sat on Lux. a train for an hour oh, and a half. Gosh. Oh, gosh. No. In wet jeans. Yeah. And I looked like I was hog-tied by oh. my friends because of my boots <laughs> cut into my legs because I was wearing the wet <laughs> jeans. So it literally looked like I was, like, hog-tied up and I still have the cuts on my, <laughs>
3: my legs. leg. <laughs> <laughs> Casual girls weekend <laughs> <laughs> Just, just hog tying up our friend Don't worry
0: about it You guys don't hog-tie your friends?
3: No <laughs> <laughs> Now is that a button? I don't know That might be a button um, It might be It's
2: probably best be Even better. though I want the quack, I want the quack shack Call back immediately
3: already. I love like other people On girls trips They might be like Oh like we got our nails done Had a glass of Pinot. We're like Yeah we hung out At Chucky's Duck Gun." <laughs> Like we're sickos, but <laughs> truly, that's we hog-tied Erica. What can we do? What can we do?
1: Yes,
2: yeah, so we. I feel bad, but we missed you, Russ. Yeah, I'm sorry I wasn't there.
3: <laughs> yeah, Russ, are you sad I you know? weren't there?
2: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I really missed out on a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: we'll get you next time. Yeah, mm, it's okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys.
3: Um, all right, that's our button, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, bunch of sickos. Yep. Thank you for shopping at Quackies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Quack shops in the back. <laughs> okay, sorry.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Three episodes of
3: Chunkies. <laughs> <laughs>